Whether you're coming to visit the classic city to renew old friendships, have a wedding, visit your UGA student, or simply have fun, award-winning Hotel Indigo is the only hotel that delivers a world-class and upscale boutique experience in all of Athens. At Hotel Indigo, you'll delight in our newly reimagined property that highlights Athens' most sophisticated and relaxing accommodations. Hotel Indigo Athens continues to be the choice of the discriminating traveler who demands the very best that America's greatest college town has to offer. Visit IndigoAthens.com to book your reservation today. Hello and welcome to the beautiful Hotel Indigo in downtown Athens. We are here at the gorgeous Rialto Club. Kevin Butler to my left. We of course usually do our pre and post game shows here, but Barry and Rick and Jim were kind enough to invite us here. So for our foot and mouth podcast, we've got ourselves a real live celebrity and Shep Rose from Southern Charm. Let's hear it for Shep. <laughs> And uh, by the way, I can uh, never wrap my head around the fact <laughs> there's just no way I'm a celebrity. I've, I've met actual celebrities and I am not them. Well, and, and we, do, we have a star studded. And by the way, before we, we really get rolling here, uh, Coach Kenny, our, our baseball program, and I, I do Ooh. the radio for Georgia baseball. I want to get I you like a little design. mesh back hat. There you yeah. go. I That's, went to the Georgia bookstore today, and I couldn't find one single hat that was worth a damn, but this one's nice. That's 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 clutch there. Now, i, I got to ask Kevin before, well, you know, let's, before let's we keep get the, the, Hold on. Let's keep the gifts oh, coming. Oh, this is a Ooh, good one. This like is a this good one. one. This is an old school one. cold mornings oh. in Charleston. You know, there are like oh, yeah. four of them. By the way, it was 70 this morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would probably be the only thing you want to wear outside. That's oh, right. I like this, though. Wear, wear that with the Speedo, and you're in good shape there. <laughs> so <That> one. <laughs> Chef, we have it, something close to it in a little bit, but we'll let you know about that. Yeah, that's uh, th that'll be coming up later. So, Chef, I, when, when it comes down to Mount Rushmore's of, of towns, college towns, cities, anywhere, I think Athens and Charleston are both on there. Uh, so you went to school at Georgia. You went to Nashville, too. is awesome, too, at yep. Bandy. So are you always excited to get back to Athens? I am. Um, I mean, I, I spent five illustrious years here. I took a victory lap. You know, I liked it so much. <laughs> uh, I, I remember first year I was here, freshman year. I mean, I, I went to boarding school in Virginia called Episcopal High School, and I, I tell people it, it sort of helped me prepare for college because – it, it sent me away to school. Your parents aren't looking over your shoulder. You had to do your homework on your own. You had to write your papers on your own or else you get flushed out. I managed to graduate there. Uh, uh, and so I came here and um, I still, I took, I took, I took three classes. Back then they, they did, uh, it was the trimester system. And it, it was the last year of the trimester system. Not that that means anything to most of the people here, but it, you took three classes. I think there was, uh, anyway. And uh, I was not doing well <laughs> initially, and I dropped two of the classes. So I was taking one class, and it was geography, I mean, or geology, something about, it was jocks for rock, rocks for jocks, yeah. It's pretty good to know the difference between those two. Those well, I made a C. Um, I made one class, made a C. And that was a great kickoff. That's a 2.0, though. Yeah, That'll get man. you through. Oh, yeah. Well, I graduated right with a 2.01. <laughs> and uh, in seven-plus years there, as my uh, beautiful wife can attest to. And, uh, Kevin, i got to ask you, with all these beautiful women out here, uh, more to turn out for Shep or after your kick against Clemson when they tried to auction you off to the Zeta house? Well, no, it wasn't the Zeta house. <laughs> and, uh, yes, there she is back there. She's the winner of that uh, auction going on 35 years. So she's kind of the loser of that deal. But we can talk about that later. 
No, this is incredible that you have such a following, and you are a celebrity. Let's let's face yes. it. All right, you are. I mean, right. I, I I've been around celebrities too, <laughs> but I've got to hand it to you. This show has changed your life, hasn't it? It sure has. I mean, it you really were has. here at Georgia, and uh, you got a little good golf background. Yep. Um, you go from Georgia to working with, as you told me, Greg Norman. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So I moved to Charleston out of Georgia. And I got a job with this guy down in Charleston at a at a real estate firm. And um, the literally the week I got the job, I'm 22, and uh, he gets he gains custody of his three kids from a divorce he was having. So basically, I became his fourth kid. <laughs> and uh, in the morning, he called me be like, "I know we we're supposed to work today, but my son wants to go surfing." <laughs> so I didn't make anything. He didn't make anything. All he tried to do is make his home comfortable for his children so uh, n things weren't i wasn't really setting the world on fire and my uh my parents were like you need to get an actual job so i got a job down in west palm beach with pulte homes this big home builder and and um and so i, I worked for them and i liked it okay um and then i got an opportunity i went to go see greg norman speak at this um not unlike this honestly and uh on this stage with my grandparents, they had a house down in Jupiter Island, and um, and so uh, he, you know, I was always a fan of his. Sure. I mean, the shark, you know. And um, after his talk, I said to my grandparents, "You guys go ahead." And I and I just I had a moment where I was just kind of grew a pair, <laughs> for lack, lack of a better word. And I went up to him. I was like, "Mr. Norman, I'm a huge fan." And I, I'm a admirer of your businesses. Do you have any opportunities? Because I was, and he was, he said, here's my business partner. And we started talking. So um, I, I finally get an interview after a clandestine interview, might I add, because I was still, I was not letting my current employer know that I was looking elsewhere. And so the head of the company, the CEO of the company I was interviewing with said, where are you from? I said, I'm from Hilton Island, South Carolina. He goes, oh yeah, I'm from Columbia. I said, well, how about that? And uh, he, about halfway through the interview, goes, wait, what's your mom's name? I said, Francis. He goes, was it Francis Hobbs? I said, that was her maiden name, yeah. He goes, I had a date with your mom <laughs> in college. And I said, get the hell out of here. <laughs> so I called my mom after the interview. I figured it went well. And she goes, oh, yeah, I know Frank. I said, what happened? He got arrested the night of our date after dinner. Beautiful. He jumped on top of a cop car in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. I was like, this is the company I want to be involved in. Isn't that what Amendola just did for the Boom. Patriots? For the yeah, right there. Yeah. You knew you were in. Exactly. So that happened, and then I um, decided to go to business school at Vanderbilt, and then I worked. Um, tell me if I'm doing my life story too much, but uh, not at all. But I want to. I want to kind of get through this. This is is great. I'm sure. Yeah, because I'm this sure all it's great leads for up you, to but the it's show. really boring for everybody here. Uh, we want to yeah, get right. to when. Hear from them? Are they like how, the exciting ones? How did Southern Charm right. find you? Okay, so I went to Vanderbilt. In between my first and second year, you get an internship. I was lucky enough via Greg Norman and his people to um, get a job in Dubai in, in United em Arab Emirates. It was the coolest job ever. I, I lived in a Holiday Inn Express <laughs> all summer and had a driver named Samir who loved me and I loved him back. He couldn't pronounce my name. He goes, he called me Seth. And he would pick me up in the craziest places with 
a bunch of uh, stewardesses from Air- Emirates Airlines, and he was just like, he goes, Sep, I love you, man. I was like, I love you too, Samir. And uh, I would buy him, I bought him a pair of sunglasses, all this stuff. He was just a great guy. And the job was great. And if I screwed up at anything, I'd, I'd say, well, I don't know the answer to that, but I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, so I got the job in Dubai. I had a great time. And they offered to, to bring me back. As a, and I was, was going to travel the world and look at different opportunities to build a resort with the United Arab Emirates um, sovereign fund behind me, which is unlimited oil money. And so I was stoked. I was on cloud nine. So I went back to finish up at business school and 2008 October hit where it was over. The faucet was turned off and that was it. I mean, uh, they they wouldn't return my calls anymore, believe it or not. I mean, they were firing people. So it was um, a rude awakening and and um, I moved back home after business school. I mean, nobody had a job after business school in 2009. That's when I graduated. And it was just like a shock to the system. A long story short, as possible, um, I tried to start a restaurant. Actually, I tried to franchise a restaurant that's out of Atlanta called Tin Drum. I don't know if you guys know what it is. Um, Tin Drum. It's an Asian fast casual place, like Chipotle, but for Asians. I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> hand them a glass of water if they were crawling across the desert. As it turns out, because they kind of screwed me over, but that's okay. There you Be- go. But that's to hell okay. with Tim Drum, right? There you go. Jim. Wait, they're our number one sponsor. Oh my God, gotcha. we just lost our sponsor. <laughs> um, but you know what? And I and and I I don't know about what I believe in and higher power, this or that, or fate. But everything that doesn't work out, something else happens, right? So it didn't work out. I got to the one-yard line, football reference, and it, the rug got pulled out from underneath me. Very um, upsetting at the time, but right then I, I'm at a rooftop party in Charleston, and I meet the creator of the show, of Southern Charm. And uh, it's actually Whitney um, who's on the show. His mom moved to Charleston, very wealthy, uh, great family from New York, and they started to meet all the all the well-to-do people in, in Charleston and, and Whitney being from Hollywood was like, there's a story here. There's a show here. And, um, he, we had a funny night and he goes, you'd be perfect for our show. And so that's the beginning. Wow. Well, it's a long road to get there. Well, but you I made think it the there. message is though, go to rooftop bars and good things happen. The message is, is drink a lot on rooftops. Yeah. Don't fall off. Good, good things will happen for you there. Yeah. And try anything once. And because right. I certainly had a lot of, uh, trepidation about doing it. I mean, I mean, I told some people today, I talked to a business school class and I said the TV business, I, mean, I no, when I was growing up in the South, and I'm sure a lot of y'all can agree, you were either a lawyer, a doctor, or a banker. Nobody went to Hollywood. You got mocked if you if you were haughty enough to try to be anything other than. And it wasn't like mean spirit. It was just it was out of the realm of possibility. So you got to get a grown up's job. Yeah, you do. You do. And um, and think how many really talented Southerners throughout history have just been the funniest real estate broker in town X when they could have been the next great playwright or whatever, you know, it's kind of, kind of bends your noodle if you think about it. So you're on a rooftop in Charleston. Does Charleston bring out the kid in you? Everywhere brings out the kid in you. Everywhere. Okay. Everywhere. Well, it seems like you, 
kind of Charleston it is plays into a it. town of suspended adolescence. Yes, <laughs> that's sure. what it seems like. Every yeah. day when the sun comes up is another opportunity it's to partake. To have a uh, well, it's a uh, you know uh, a drinking city with a football problem. Isn't that what they called some some cities? Yeah, that's what they've that called was us in the nineties. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. The, the <laughs> university God. refers to us like that all the time. So <laughs> we're, right. we're okay. No, um, it's a great place. It's just so beautiful. You you drive around and you're pr- genuinely proud to live there and call it home. Would you ever consider moving away from Charleston? Say if if something happened in New York and they wanted you to go up to New York. Your TV career went that direction. Yeah. Would you go? I'd have to be paid quite well. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm actually working on a, uh, a, a pilot for a scripted TV show. and um, Tell uh, us more. Tell us more. I, I'll t- Without giving it away too much, it's about... Yeah, we've got like 15 listeners on this podcast. Oh, good. <laughs> Perfect. You are safe. <laughs> hey, y'all. We'll introduce you to each one of each them. One of them. Yeah, okay. well, there's Bobby and Jim and Steve. Right. We're good. A friend of mine was in Afghanistan, and it was a Marine, and he was a badass dude. Is a badass dude. And uh, his name's Lieutenant Dan. Hey, Lieutenant Dan. I'm that serious. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Lieutenant Dan. And um, I would send him, he and his uh, compadres, uh, care packages and and uh, of of Shep, you know, some hats and shirts that I make. It's called Shep Gear, and um, and he's just a really good guy. And he came home, and he, I was like, he's like, I'm done, done with the military. I served my country. I was like, oh, that's great. And um, and I don't want to get into specifics because I might get in trouble. But he, he, and I was like, let's go celebrate. And he ended up, he was like, I can't. I'm a bodyguard for a, a pretty big, rich rich guy like a mega rich guy and i thought that's a funny concept because um and i can play with that so that's what i'm working on this uh, a f- guy comes back from afghanistan and is like a billionaire's bodyguard and the tagline is and he thought afghanistan was dangerous nice you know yeah, what i mean I like and right. so um, i'm gonna write a comedy uh, that um, i'm already working with some friends of mine in L.A., so I could very well live in L.A. here in the future and write, and, yeah, it could be cool. <laughs> that did, a, did Greg Norman ever tell you what really happened with, with he and President Clinton at his estate in Australia? When he sprained his ankle? Yes. I think that was in Jupiter Island, by the way. Well, whichever. That yeah. had to be an epic night. He didn't really say much to me. <laughs> One time, though, Greg Norman, um, I was at their, his Christmas party at the club, and I, I, I was stupid. Uh, I was wearing jeans. No, you weren't. Yeah, sure I was. No, you weren't. I wore weren't. jeans and a blazer. Is that that bad of a look? I was ahead of my time. <laughs> you were. You were. And, You're a trendsetter. Trendsetter. Um, this is in like nine, uh, in 2005. And um, he goes up to me. He goes, uh, he goes, I thought jeans weren't allowed in here. And I, and I looked over. He's wearing them too. <laughs> and I said, don't worry. I know the owner. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, it's just been a wild ride. It's been a wild ride, and um, I've enjoyed it a lot. So, like, well, let's get back to the show because I've, sure. I've got a couple of questions. And we're going to get to everybody out there to ask yeah. questions Audience in a little while. So just sure. hang in there. But uh, so, like, Thomas exits the show, and you, you bring in, was it Dennis you bring in? How many of your friends beg you daily to get them involved? Does that happen? More recently than it did in the beginning. In the beginning, we were, uh, to say the least, the redheaded stepchildren of Charleston. I mean, people were pissed. Were they? Yeah. I mean, especially the South Abroad crowd. 
who have nothing better to do but sit on their back porch drinking mint juleps and talking smack about everybody around them. Well, that seems to be I, like By the way, I know do. these people. I'm actually <laughs> low-key related to a handful of them. But, um, <laughs> I mean, they, they, they bitch and moan about everything, and they want everything to be the way it used to be. It's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles has been, what, um, ranked number one by Condé Nast. Six years in a row, like sorry, people, people are coming. It's like uh, Field of Dreams, <laughs> or you know, people most definitely come. I mean, they are coming, and it's hard to know. But it, it, I mean, it's, there's, there's no use in being, um, I don't know, hearkening for the, the yesteryear because it's just not going to happen. But so yes, the old guard. This doesn't represent us. This isn't us. Well, we never claim to represent you. We are seven people. Um, in different iterations because we've had people leave and come and go. But, um, yeah, I mean, Thomas certainly was a lightning rod early because he was a part of that old establishment. But he also had had his legal troubles before he came on the show, and that was sort of – that was something that raised some eyebrows definitely with the audience across the U.S. It was a really good story. Um, Not good for him necessarily, but it was a story (laughs) like, you know, former – like, you know, social, like, big family whose dad, his bridge is named after the dad, became a yeah. local polit, was the treasurer of the state, then got in legal trouble. It definitely was a hook. So you got to hand him credit on that one. On that one. And um, so I don't even know. We just caught lightning in a bottle. I mean, or Whitney did. Whitney put together the cast, and he caught lightning in the bottle. I mean, Bravo obviously did a great job of um, – putting us together and, and marketing it and advertise. And, you know, at a certain point they took the reins and did a great job too. I got to hand it to them. Well, and and I think for, for any show that you do and you guys, and I'm sure it's not always perfect harmony, but you've got to have good chemistry with the people you're working with. Yeah. And, and everybody has to bring a little something different, right? You know, I mean, I am nothing like Craig. (laughs) I think that's obvious. That's my like nemesis, but not not really. I mean, he's he's too much of a goofball to be a, a real nemesis. I love him. I, so is he like tech? You just don't even take him seriously, like when the dogs just, play tech. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, he's he's just an interesting character, and but but God bless him because you he know, seems it, to entertain you when he tries to talk to you on the same level. If that's well, yeah, I mean, he doesn't understand half the words I use. Um, <laughs> no, but um, he's actually quite smart, but just not, you know, book smart. But one time, <laughs> this is a story I've never told. But he's a lawyer. Uh, yeah. But and that's... he's not book smart. He has a hell of so a lot of books in his room. You wouldn't suggest him to represent you? No, I don't know. If you were drinking on a rooftop bar? Well, <laughs> all right. This one time we ran out of gas. Me and Craig, well, I was driving. We ran out of gas. That sounds like the start of a great country song, by yeah. the way. So I said, Craig, it, I go, Craig, run to the store and get us a, a canister of gas. And so he runs about two blocks. Meanwhile, it's so embarrassing. There's a, there's a, um, a full restaurant this is around lunchtime. Um, they see what's going on. They're all pointing and laughing. They know who we are. <laughs> and meanwhile, there's cars honking. I am trying to push the car into the median. It was just, and I, Craig calls and goes, they're out of ga- gas canisters. I was like, all right, well, what, what do we do? What do we do? So he got a, um, dishwasher or a, a windshield wiper fluid jug, emptied it, 
filled it up with gas, <laughs> ran back. It was just a problem solving. Like, I was like, God bless you, Craig. So he's, 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 he'll surprise you every now and then. So he's sure. not your favorite Craig in the world, is he? Oh, Lil Craig? Lil Craig. Yeah. Yeah, I love Lil Craig. Tell yeah. us a little bit more about Lil Craig. Well, I wanted to name him Lil Craig because so I could sort of. Uh, punish him without remorse. <laughs> so it's a French bulldog, right? Yeah, but I don't punish him. That little sucker, I can't be mad at him. He's fantastic. Great looking dog. And he's got 85,000 followers on Instagram. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Can you imagine? By no, the way, I, I, I do have to say, I have, there's a huge Georgia fan. Uh, she and her husband, who's in the Navy, she sent me a tweet today and asked if you were bringing your dog. Yeah, I mean, if I hadn't flown, uh, if I hadn't flown here, I might have put him in the car because the Indigo Hotel, I think, is it's very pet friendly. friendly. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely, but I cannot bring myself as a grown man to walk through an airport with a, with a little dog. Oh, sure you can. And I and I and I apologize to any men who've done no, that. No, come on, that is a new hook that you need to bring you into have? the show. Oh gosh, yeah, my beautiful wife Emily, our. Uh, our late little dog Tilly. I don't know he, what to do, man. He flew to. No, I was just finding. You know, if they go poop in the middle of the airport, oh god, nah, you just grab, you, grab, grab a USA on. Today and just clean it up. You're all good. That's all it's good for. Yeah, you. so you're all good. <laughs> Absolutely. So little Craig is your man. Yeah, he's cool, and he's kept me a little bit honest. Um, and you know, I got to go home a little earlier than I normally would, and, and deal with little Craig. But I got a doggy door, which has been a godsend. <laughs> I recommend a doggy door to anybody <laughs> here. means I don't have to wake up at 6 a.m. and drag him outside. So why did you, you not go with the Boykin Spaniel? Yeah. Because Boykin is basically, as I watch the show, you go out and try to do that every night. <laughs> <laughs> breed? Talking about breed? Boykin, yeah. you know. Boykin, uh, you know. So tell me, why, why not that dog? You mean dog? Boink Her? Yeah, well, Boink yeah. Her. It's a female dog. I'm sorry. Um, no, my, my grandmother had a Boinkin Spaniel, and it drove my, my dad crazy. Yeah. And he goes, do not get that damn dog. It's an idiot. <laughs> not saying they all are, but it left a bad taste in my dad's mouth. But that's a state dog? Yeah, that- well, it's my family's dog. My, my family's uh, from uh, Boinkin, South Carolina. Yeah. And, um, they would duck hunt early on with, with labs. And, and uh, when the ducks jumped off the boats on the rivers to go retrieve the, the ducks, it would tip the damn boat over. So they bred, I mean, don't ask me, you know. It's crazy. The, yeah, and so they bred a tinier dog that would go retrieve the ducks. Yeah, so they created their own breed. Oh, that's yeah. brilliant. That's awesome. Yeah, it's called the, it's the state dog of, of South Carolina. It's that pretty cool. very cool. Yeah. That All is right. very cool. So, Shep, now that you've become this, this big celebrity here, who are some of your favorite celebrities that you've met? Oh, I mean, I've been lucky. Um, I I, I uh, was able to uh, – well, Danny McBride moved to Charleston. And, Kenny uh, Powers himself. Yeah. Has a field to fail, loser. He's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And um, <laughs> he lived in L.A. I mean, he's, he, he's from Virginia but went to school in North Carolina. And his whole team of writers and, and, and directors – I don't know. I think that they didn't. I mean, I don't want to speak for him, but I, they just didn't want to raise their families in L.A. Gotcha. And um, so they moved down to Charleston. I mean, their whole headquarters is there. They film everything That's there. Awesome. And he lives about seven minutes from me. He's got two young kids. So I don't see him a ton, but he's a big fan of the show, if believe it or not. So it's pretty crazy. And I got, to, you know, I get to meet. 
all the I mean, I'm at a wedding with this person, that person. I got I went to got to meet Scott Eastwood. He I was at his thirtieth birthday party in in San Diego. That was pretty cool. Um have it, you crossed Bill Murray in Charleston? Yeah, of course. I yeah. see Bill Murray every now and then. He's 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 a prickly pear, I would say. I don't <laughs> you know, but but I empathize. Listen, Bill Murray. Not only am I like, oh, it's Bill Murray. You're like, it's Bill Murray. My granddad's like, it's Bill Murray. And somebody who's 20 is like, it's Bill Murray. And somebody yeah. who's maybe 12. Can you imagine that whole spectrum all thinks he's the man? It's just tough. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And I went to, um, I went, I was in Puerto Rico with some Saturday Night Live friends. I was able to make uh, friends with some people on the show. And I was talking to Will Forte who's a great guy, and he's MacGruber, if you remember that. It's a funny, funny movie if you hadn't seen it. And I was like, I was, I was early in our show, so I said, you know, how is it getting around? Do people bother you? You know, how do you handle this, that, and the other? He's like, yeah, it's fine. And I, he goes, you know who it's a problem for? He goes, Will Ferrell. And I go, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Will Ferrell, Bill Murray, I mean, there's a certain level where it's just a different level, and yeah. you don't even know it unless you're in it. everything. Yeah, and you're in foot. In foot I mean, I'm sure you've seen some players oh, that yeah. you used to play with that, like, it's just well, Just everybody knows them. No yeah. If Michael Jordan, I mean. To, 12 to 80. Yeah. They're all right. fans. That's right. All right, that's so now, obviously, Jim McMahon's one of your closest friends from the 85 Super Bowl champion Bears. Shep, have you ever come across Mad Mac himself? I almost told him this story before. Yeah, and, I, and this is actually, I mean, there's a tinge of sadness to it, but he was great. And we were at a, um, we were at uh, Hootie and the Blowfish has a um, awesome golf tournament. Monday Mark Bryant the does. Called, yeah. No, it's down in, in Charleston. It's called Pro-Am Jam. <laughs> okay. And Mark Bryant is one of the nicest guys ever. By the way, and, and they all are. They're amazing people. And um, Jim McMahon was there. And I, I was like, oh, uh, Mr. McMahon, big fan. And I was like, do you mind if I get a picture? He's like, absolutely. Couldn't have been more cool. And um, I gave it to this girl I was friends with there. And she took a picture and the flash was on. And he, that is not good for him. He's, yeah. He wears shades everywhere. It triggers something negative, you know. So I was like, no, no, no flash, no flash. <laughs> But I mean, I mean that's that stuff's yeah. crazy. No, he um, he stood up in my wedding, and just to let you know what he did, and this this hurts. When he was twelve or thirteen, he was trying to get a knot out of his shoestring. Everybody's got a knot, and you try to get it out. Well, he got a fork. Oh boy! And he's getting the fork out. Sure. Boom! Stuck oh, no. himself in his iris. Oh no! And it 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 looks like uh, the yolk of an egg, so it doesn't dilate. So that's why he always wears... Is that right? Yeah, so that's why he wears sunglasses. I thought part of it was the... the, the uh, no, he's just after up. Don't worry about that. He's <laughs> just crazy as all get out. Yeah. Don't worry about that. But, uh, I mean, look at this Luke Keekley thing. I mean, that's sort of part of part and parcel of what's going on. Well, it's good to be able to uh, retire and be able to count your money and know what that means. That's right. So that's, uh, yeah. that's a good thing. I think. And you think he's right a Hall thing. of Famer? I think he's close. Who, who's not a Hall of Famer nowadays, right? Oh, yeah. Sure. You yeah. think it's gotten too easy? I think it's gotten too easy. I do. I okay. think it's, uh, you know, you can't just have one hit. You got to have a lot of hits. You, you got to get on the road. You got to get a next hit. Next hit. Do you think Aaron Rodgers is? Yes. Absolutely. I think so, yeah, too. He's as good yeah. as I hung out with him, though. This is a great story. So. I was um, at at this um, the BMW Pro Am in, in South Carolina in Greenville. It was fan- it's great, and we had so much fun. And 
Um, so Aaron Rodgers is there, and he's very, um, I would say, guarded. I mean, he's not. He is not. Uh, done. Done. Want to glad hand everybody. It's probably why he's so great. He's. He wants to be the best player that's ever thrown a football. And, and real quick, if I can, there too. I think for him too. He's as good as there is, and he's playing in Green Bay. It's not like you're in New York City where you yeah. could just hide either. So I'm sure yeah. he's got a little extra layer because but of that. But he's so nice. And then Kevin from the office was his partner. And then – Nice. And they're like buddies. And then my partner was this guy named Max Homa who was friends with their people. And so anyway, I slowly but surely over the four days sort of ingratiated myself with their camp. To where Aaron and Aaron would, you know, kind of said, "Come on in," as you know, you've you, you come highly recommended. Or <laughs> and so Chef he recommends. he started throwing popcorn at me one night <laughs> from across the way after dinner. We were just having a couple of drinks, and I caught one with my mouth. I was like, "Ah, oh. do you know how many Packers fans, <laughs> like, Cheeseheads, yeah. would?" Cut off their left idlers. Well, I, I was like, that was a, a perfect spiral. The way he <laughs> threw that, it just. It, and then um, he wasn't looking, and I threw the whole basket of popcorn at him, <laughs> which was, was was a risky move. I mean, he's it's you bold. know pretty it's bold. Big, I like pretty it. yeah, and he loved it. You know, so, sometimes the biggest the biggest dude in the room kind of likes back. being messed with. A little Absolutely. Bit. What's your handicap? My handicap's like a seven or eight, but wow. I lost to him four. I lost four hundred bucks to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, All those quarterbacks can play. play. Yeah, he's yeah. really good. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Whether you're coming to visit the Classic City to renew old friendships, have a wedding, visit your UGA student, or simply have fun, award-winning Hotel Indigo is the only hotel that delivers a world-class and upscale boutique experience in all of Athens. At Hotel Indigo, you'll delight in our newly reimagined property that highlights Athens' most sophisticated and relaxing accommodations. Hotel Indigo Athens continues to be the choice of the discriminating traveler who demands the very best that America's greatest college town has to offer. Visit IndigoAthens.com to book your reservation today. So I'm going to throw you back into the show real quick okay? Um, because this has been bugging me. At Jackson Brittany's wedding. <laughs> you recall that, don't you? Yeah, I do. You were a bad wedding guest, No, I wasn't. Said. Listen, I've never been to a wedding that's been sponsored by Dr. Pepper well, before. Let me, let me tell you. Let me, Give me a break. I Larry think, Culpepper. I just think you would be a perfect Owen Wilson and Wedding Crashers. I think you would be fun. That's why I, I can't it. believe it. I this. was fun, and I am fun. I got there, and we had a ball. And um, I was tr- – I kind of almost got sucked into – one of the one of the, the ladies on the show, um, we had had a little bit of a history, and she <laughs> wanted to be – she wanted to have a little fling for the weekend, but – I was like, I don't know, and I ended up taking a few too many shots with some of the guys there and started running into oncoming traffic. I hope it doesn't come on the show. (laughs) Maybe that's what he's talking about. No, what he's talking about, that was the first night. Second night, I sat with Grant Fuhr, which is the the hockey goalie. That was cool. And Larry Burkhead, who was was, um, with Anna Nicole Smith. It was a pretty cool table. I was at the coolest table. But – um. No, I, I was videoing the wedding. I don't know what I mean. I'm, I've been to a million weddings. No one's ever said like, "Don't you dare video the wedding," because the stakes weren't all that high. I guess when I have as many, it's hard for me to get my head around the fact that like there's eight hundred thousand or whatever followers. Like, I just it's just hard. I'm only showing my friends what I'm when I post, which gets me in trouble a lot. <laughs> by the way. 
Um, I'm just playing to the, my friends, not to like everybody. So I was just videoing it and nobody told me anything otherwise. Little did I know, like there was sponsors out the yin yang at this wedding. And I just, I didn't take that into account, but <laughs> worst wedding guest ever. I was the man at that wedding. I don't care what anybody said. Well, part of it too, I, I've got to think what's difficult is you're, You've got all this stuff that they're filming, and then it's edited down to a very small amount. So you could do, I mean, because I know uh, Kevin, when they were doing the, the special on the 85 Bears, where they interview you for eight hours, and yeah. you're on air for 10, 10 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So It's you know, frustrating. you, you got to be 100%, 100% of the time. Yeah, I, 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 if I say anything more, a lightning bolt will strike <laughs> through the building and zap me. So, yeah, I mean, right. I mean... You you think it's all about you, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I've got a handful of things that I wish you know that everybody saw, and they just but you know. There's, well, what are, what do, are some do you of those? think they do a good job of capturing y'all? I do, I do. You know, I have my gripes, but I'm, I, you know. Well, I don't what are know. some of the things you wish that they would they would capture of you? Just funny, just funny things, just things that made me laugh a lot and made the cameraman laugh. You know you're doing a good job when the cameraman laughs. Um, but it's <laughs> it's not just me. I mean, it's it's seven other people, and and um, I don't know. I, again, I'm going to refrain if that's okay. You want to play a game? Sure. I'm going to say um, – a name, and you come back and describe that person with one word. <laughs> Chelsea. Southern. <laughs> Patricia. Misunderstood. Ashley. Stark raving mad. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Cameron. Genuine. Very nice. Uh, Catherine. Capricious. I don't even I'll know what that to, means. You, <laughs> if you don't know it, nah, I mean, we're you're the trouble. brains in this group. If you don't know it, I don't have a clue. I mean, I'll get it. I mean, look, Catherine can be her own worst enemy sometimes. Uh, but uh, I, the real Catherine is this really kind of sweet, kind of funny girl. And she, and, and sort of my, quiet, but really funny and acerbic. Um, but then there's this mm -mm -mm <laughs> thing that she's got, which is the worst version of herself. The, the Z-snap, yeah. yeah. I love it, I love it. Naomi. Uh, that's a, no, I'm trying to think, I mean... It's funny how Naomi came on. You just want one word. No, that yeah. No, International. No. She's from <laughs> France. Gotcha. Very good. You can you can elaborate. I uh, mean, she you know she came on as Craig's girlfriend, and we got to know each other pretty well. And she's proven to me over time that she's a good person. And I feel terrible about her father passing away recently, which I didn't know. I won't say none of us. I sure didn't know about. And then. I think he wanted to keep it quiet, and I think she did too. It's really sad, yeah. but um, I I think she's great. Thomas, tornado. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
and I've said this before, I mean, Thomas can be the most charming guy and, and a raconteur and, you know, a great storyteller and, and jovial. And But sometimes he can he can burnt torch the whole the whole building so there's a picture out just recently I, you probably know are you allowed I to say anything or saw, is that uh, no i don't know anything Catherine about it i haven't talked to them i mean i don't know what to say if they're back together i tornado's coming again i mean no tor- pun intended well maybe pun intended tornado and a tsunami <laughs> <laughs> it's funny what one time um we there was this benefit that Craig did for the for the earthquakes in Haiti, and Craig and um, he goes <laughs> on camera. He goes, I just feel bad after the tsunami hit them. <laughs> I was like, it. A tsunami is in the eastern hemisphere. It's called a tidal wave if it's here. Uh, tomato, it's tomato. I got you. Last one here, uh, Whitney. Peter Sellers. He is the, my dad thinks Whitney's the funniest guy on the show. And there's this one part of the season two where somewhere in Georgia, <coughs> excuse me, we're in, um, I should probably have a sip of my yeah, drink. There do. you go. We're down in Jekyll Island or something. I forgot where exactly we were. It was, it was a disaster. Um, the Sea Island and and uh, anyway, so um, I love that area. Some parts, but we were just we were at this weird little resort, and and Catherine had gone crazy on on Whitney the night before, and yeah, oh, you son of a bitch. Which, by the way, is totally real. If I mean, like we were all like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and the next morning, Whitney tries to leave, and he get it's like didn't didn't. <laughs> He's peering around every corner. I mean, it's it's a Pink Panther. It was it was it was beautiful comedy, but I mean that's him. I mean he's he's hilarious. And I tell everybody, I'm like, you cannot piss off Whitney. He is like a deer. You know, if, he, if you scare him, you, you'll lose him forever. <laughs> I got one last one that just popped up on there. Puppy Craig. Puppy Craig is innocence personified. <laughs> oh, you got to love that. You got to love that. Now, how, and I know everybody wants to know the answer to this. When you're trying to, whether it's a fling, a romance, a girlfriend potential, how in the world do you try and do that? I mean, it's hard. And I mean, I'm an expert. I got married at 45 oh, for the awesome. first time. Okay, let's so, talk. So, way, so, way over his skis. Uh, out putting my well, coverage yeah, like nobody's goal, business. Right? Absolutely. So how in the world do you try and live that out on camera? Well, it's funny. I mean, the, a lot of the, the best ones uh, – disqualify you immediately I'm not saying all not all of them but a lot i mean that happens to me i've been i've been out on a dates before with some great great gals and it doesn't take them long to whatever they're asked their friends they google me or you know and it's just over that before damn it google it's yeah. brutal stupid internet yeah and um but then again i mean you know there's also it could be as easy. My my theory is if it's too easy, it's a bad idea. Well, yeah. Mick Jack, the Stones did do the song "Star Fucker," so yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's right. We can cuss. 
Oh, oh God, yeah. yeah. You can do what whatever you fuck? want. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing it clean the whole time. No, no, I told you. We've we've got fifteen of our listeners. We've signed off. They're, That's right. They're anything. good. Jesus They're good. Christ. No, we're good. Absolutely. So what we want to do here, I mean, we don't want to occupy your time. You've got some great fans out here. For um, sure. What we'd like to do is ask some questions, if uh, if that's okay with you, Shep. You okay with that? Yeah. Wait, are y'all editing this show? Not no. At all. Oh, <laughs> In fact, we, sure? will, we will add things to that's it. That's right, that you don't even know about. Yeah, you won't even recognize no, your great. own voice. All right, now you have to announce your name, please. Awesome. You better. Uh, Wait, where? <laughs> <laughs> Up to your room. <laughs> The show? I watched the first two seasons. What the hell's about to happen? <laughs> is the mafia about to come and yeah, sell Ozark is about to infiltrate yeah. Charleston. I'm going to finish this real quick. Go ahead. No, wait. What are you talking about? No, it was it was a seventy-one yard kick. He kicked at seventy yards and in two feet. It was the greatest missed right, field goal we're, in history. We're bringing this show to a screeching halt right no, now. No, I love it. Thank Nobody you, Greg. Nobody in this room was born then, except you and me and Jeff. That's right. Hey, we were having a great day that day. It was awesome. What's going on with Ozark? <laughs> I just got done watching um, uh, Chernobyl, and I was now. There's uh, an uplifting show. I, I but go. I was blown away. <laughs> I mean, it was it. it uh, it kicked me in the gut. I, th I thought it was amazing. Do you yeah. enjoy watching other reality shows? I don't watch one single other reality show. Yeah, there you go. Thank <laughs> you, um, my wife I was tell on people the, I've become what I despise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my wife was, uh, they had an episode of Atlanta Housewives of yeah. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. just for you to know, this place is a wonderful place for a wedding. It so is. Any of you young ladies out there getting Can engaged? get married? Come right here. Yeah, I don't really it. have an answer. I I just well, I do like um like when when good pets go bad for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I I don't watch. I watch uh, movies and 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 like True Detective was the best show I've ever seen. Do you watch your one. show? I watched. I've watched every episode of my show except for last season. I quit about halfway through. I didn't like what was going on. Interesting. All right, Questions? Marissa, come on. Yes. That's the wife of our pitching coach. That's Marissa Kenny. Oh, right. She drugged Coach Kenny out Can tonight. I throw out a he first thought he pitch, was gonna, please? There you go. Can I take batting practice? Absolutely. I do, too. I, um, I've known Landon for a long time. Um, the the problem, as far as I could tell, that, that Landon um, perpetrated, so to speak, was that um, she was like, hey, like sort of hippie chick, and then like, screw, 
Sorry. Fuck no, you're girl. good. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, and which is fine, which is to me fine. But the audience, you can't be one or the other. You know what I mean? It's like, are you a chill hippie girl or are you a mean girl? And um, she caught all sorts of hell for that. And it became hard for her. I, f- I felt sorry for her. I mean, boy, the social media stuff can be really hard. I mean, it can be really hard. And but and you have to and you have to keep telling yourself, this is a super loud, tiny minority, and these people are nuts, and they need to be quarantined and a carpet bombed <laughs> if, if you want to know the truth. But um, I mean, and I, I've been I've been coaxed into writing a book, um, and I think I'm about to start it, and um, it's going to be called Cancel Me. Um, and I'm, and it's about the cancel culture out there and the, and it's pervasive and it's goddamn scary is what <laughs> it is. I mean, people want to ruin your life for something that they, you know, and we call it the keyboard warriors. Too. Yeah. You're just yeah, hiding behind the keyboard. And I, they are after, and they're sitting on a fence and they're waiting watching and trying to ruin people and you're just like most remember though they're miserable they're miserable human beings and i you know but it's happening and it's out there and it's kind of scary you know all right we got i think we got time for two more questions all right yes ma'am hi hi i am friends with colin I was just at a wedding with Colin, yeah. He is the funniest guy. Um, I will tell a story. When I was down in um, the the um, Puerto Rico with the SNL guys, and and it was Will Forte and Colin and, and, some, and some of their writer friends. I mean, the funniest people in America, right? Like... And I couldn't, I was in hog heaven. So the night before, this isn't exactly uh, Joe's, but it's Forte. So the night before Forte leaves, he cooks this big feast at, five, at 4 a.m. and then jumps on a plane. And the girls, the girls go, thanks, Forte, for leaving a mess on a group text. And he goes, please don't exaggerate the problem. <laughs> it sounds like a soft-boiled argument to me. <laughs> And I said, I was like, let's avoid cheesy puns. And he said, there was no cheese on those eggs, so the yolk's on you. <laughs> and I was just like, I can't compete with these guys. These are the funniest, That's smartest, weirdest guys that I've ever met. And I'm happy to at least say that I hung out with them for this weekend or that weekend. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Ladies, anybody else? Yes, ma'am. There you go. Now there's now let now we're getting down to it. Now we're getting now somewhere. Now we're getting we somewhere. <laughs> That's right. My whole um well when I was here, the last resort. We went there and it, and I know it's more of a restaurant now here, but god darn it, we had a damn good time there every freaking night. That was where we went. And so uh, I'd have to say last resort. Um and then nowhere bar. I mean, the, you know, theater theater didn't have the the rooftop, so it was a little different situation there. But uh, and then Tasty World and East West. I don't know if you remember all these places. These are the places that I went. Never heard of any yet. Uh, yeah, I've not been. a one. <laughs> and um, the Palace Hotel in 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 Charleston. Uh, it's one of my bars, and God damn it, I love it. <laughs> and, uh, 
the Commodore and um, Warehouse, Home Team Barbecue. I mean, I could go on and on. Yeah, yeah. That's well. That's I mean, a Georgia Athens boy. Charleston. That's a Georgia boy. Home Team Barbecue is a guy I went to Georgia with me. Yeah. No, I mean Athens and Charleston. You got great places to eat and great places to drink. No shortage of that. Anybody else? Mike, you want to make your presentation here? Come on up okay, here, Mike. You don't up, have Mike. to talk. I think the gift will say it all. The gift will say it all. You can come on up. It's all right. This is our buddy Mike. He's a big fan too. All right. Mary <laughs> Nixon. All right, no problem. Ladies, no other questions for the Okay, yes, ma'am. Yeah, what's what's on I mean going to see Yacht Rock. What the hell are you? Absolutely. <laughs> No, I, I'm, I, I made sure I stayed an extra night. Um, I've got some friends in town, good friends, um, Jim Gillis and Lucy Allen. Hello, Jim and Lucy. <laughs> and, um, I mean, they've been married forever, and um, they've got three kids who I haven't met yet. And so we're going to go out to dinner tomorrow night, and um, I'm going to enjoy my time here. I'm going to walk around tomorrow and try to find some uh, old haunts and see if they remember me. There's no way they will. <laughs> I'm doing it. I used to live down near the baseball stadium, actually, and um, one in the mor one time we'd stay we'd stay up all night and uh, go out to the baseball stadium. Obviously, there wasn't a game that day, and hit uh, pitching wedges over the right field. <laughs> I mean, I've done. I, I should have been arrested and, and incarcerated so many times. Pardon? It was this house. I don't know what the hell they call it anymore. It's probably bulldoze. It was right next to that kangaroo there on Lumpkin. I used to, in the mornings, if I was hungover, I'd go get a Totino's pizza and a quart of chocolate milk. <laughs> now we're talking. And that cost me about $2.50 and uh, lasts me all day. That's a great it. way to energize the day. That's right. No doubt about it. Well, Sha I know we got to get you rolling here, but this right. is uh, – what this has really been a blast, man. Yeah, let's do a football season deal. For sure. You want to do that? You we didn't even talk guest. Georgia football. You come be our guest. We'll get you in. We'll put you in a nice nice seat. Yeah. We, we can talk Georgia. That's what we, we talk Georgia football all the time. Yeah. My, my okay. wife will tell me, she, uh, Emily will say, like, oh, my God, like you, I thought you were snoring and you're, you're calling out what we need to do to improve the defensive <laughs> line in my sleep. So it's good for Kevin and I to get together and good. be able to talk about something other than Georgia yeah. football. It's Nobody a good thing. on campus or that is alive knows more about Georgia football than this man, and I mean that. I really appreciate the time tonight. We this is awesome. Appreciate meeting you guys. This has been oh, a real and, treat. And, and uh, throw out a first pitch, take it VP. Yeah, yeah, let's get on that. All right. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Chef. Y'all play College of Charleston? Yeah. Not this year? No. Okay. Well, they, they, they maybe swept I can us, help facilitate that. They, they swept us two years ago. So. All right. <laughs> well, thank you all, and thank you for coming, and you guys are awesome. Thank you, Chef. Appreciate right. it. Your all right. Thanks, everybody. Hotel Indigo.
Whether you're coming to visit the Classic City to renew old friendships, have a wedding, visit your UGA student, or simply have fun, award-winning Hotel Indigo is the only hotel that delivers a world-class and upscale boutique experience in all of Athens. At Hotel Indigo, you'll delight in our newly reimagined property that highlights Athens' most sophisticated and relaxing accommodations. Hotel Indigo Athens continues to be the choice of the discriminating traveler who demands the very best that America's greatest college town has to offer. Visit IndigoAthens.com to book your reservation today. Okay.